Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Time to go to sunburymotors.com. Check out the great line of Lincoln, Ford, Hyundai, Kia. Great pre-owned inventory. All at sunbrightmotors.com. You can buy from the comfort of your own living room. And, of course, Sunbury Motors located 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Ben Roethlisberger has drawn the ire of the governor. See that, Matt? Oh, oh yeah. Carson Wentz wouldn't have done that. Your guy. Your guy. Your guy would not have done that. Ooh. Good news. Just got two invitations to play golf this weekend. Oh, there you go. Don't tell the governor. You're okay. You're allowed. Yeah, I know I'm allowed. <laughs> and, even, and even if you weren't, you can you would still be allowed based on the uh, the golf game. I, I hear. At least that'd be for me too. First four times out, play really well. In fact, the fourth time out. I played nine holes. I played the last five in even par. I played the last three in one under. Par, birdie, par. Shot 39. Whoa. That's good work by you. Oh, the story's not done. (laughs) In fact, I hit one shot. I'm on the eighth hole at the Penn State Blue Course, which is a par three uphill. It had just rained. So I played the the fifth, sixth, and seventh holes. It was raining a little bit. Rainbow. Took out a seven iron. And I hit it, and I hit it up in the air. And the rainbow was the backdrop. I'm like, this is like, I don't know what the result of this shot's going to be, but this is as beautiful a shot as I've ever seen, cause, just because of the rainbow. So naturally, of course, how do you think I played the fifth time out? Not well. I'm telling you right now, if I broke 200... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm going along. Like, oh, you got to be kidding me. I felt like I was in mud the entire time. Mud. <laughs> mud. <laughs> like, this is not fun. 
I have yet to get out there, so I'll probably be right around the same. No, the first four times I met, first time I went out, I thought, Jesus, I can't believe I played this well. Yeah. I mean, I shot like 44 or 43 or something like that. I'm like, that's pretty good. But see, I'm time not out. as good as you. <laughs> no, but second time out was a little bit better. Third time I was a little bit better. Fourth time, like, whoa. Now, I didn't expect the fifth time out, but I didn't expect it to be... I didn't expect it to be my first four rounds combined. <laughs> That's like, golf. Gotta, oh, yeah, I'm out with a buddy of mine, and I get to the 18th hole on the blue course, which is over water. Okay, there's a pond on each. There's a there's a slot. There's a pond on each side. So it is late in the day. I want to tell you right now, Sunday night, this is a Sunday night, I think. The weather is, you want to talk, he even said to me at one point, he says, this is the perfect conditions. The temperature was perfect. The sky was perfect. But now, see, it's getting late. It's after 8 o'clock. So I step up, and he hits his drive, and we can see it, and he ends up in the fairway. I hit my drive. And I'm telling you, you can tell. I'm like, I hit that pretty well. He goes, yeah, you sure did. But neither one of us could see it, and we never found it. Never found it. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I hate when that happens. So I take a drop. It's a par five. So I take out a four hybrid. And I hit this thing right on the screws up in the air, and I'm following it. I can see it. Right? Okay. Do, 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 do. Okay, I'm going to have... I'm going to have a lob wedge into the green. Right? We go up. We can't find it. Oh, jeez. I mean, was it in the rough? Yeah, I was in the rough because I dropped in the rough to begin with. But I hit it. I said, I said, I said, Paul, I hit this thing straight as an arrow, like straight, like no wiggle. And we could, we never found it. Like, uh, like okay. Well, I thought that 39 felt good. <laughs> At least you got that going for you. Yeah. So Sweet Daddy Bakes, Dave Baker, sent me an email about playing golf this weekend. Saturday and Sunday. I'm like, you know what? It's Memorial Day weekend. I'm going to be a slob play both days. <laughs> Why not? Why not? All right. So Big Ben is in trouble with the Gov because he got his beard trimmed. See, I think people thought that that video was in Florida. See, that, that was the initial thought was the video was in Florida. Oh, contraire, mon frere. It was in Sewickley. Also, he went to a barber shop. I thought he just did it at his house. No, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. He went well, to then, Norman. Yeah. <laughs> no, he went to Norman's. Oh. He went to Norman's in Sewickley. Ah. Oh. So he goes to Norman's Cutting Edge to get his hair cut and beard trimmed. And. Barbershops and hair salons, of course, are not going to be permitted to reopen once until they move to the green phase. 
So the governor gets asked about it. My concern is just a general concern, he said. Anybody who puts himself or herself into harm's way is something that I think we should try to avoid. When you go to something like a barbershop and you're not protected, I don't care who you are, the chances of the virus actually wreaking havoc on your life increases. I personally don't think any Pennsylvania ought to take the chance. I certainly don't want to take that chance myself. Um, no word on whether uh, how Ben felt about that. But he did throw 38 seconds worth. 38 seconds worth. And Juju was there. James Conner was there. By the way, James Conner was on the Adam Schefter podcast. He said if he has his way, he really doesn't want to leave Pittsburgh because the place means so much to him. He's a free agent after this year. But there's 38 seconds of Ben throwing a ball. Last year for Steeler fans, let's be honest. Uh, they won what eight? Well, they were eight and eight. Does that sound fair? Yeah, yeah. they were eight and eight. Okay. It was still three hours and fifteen minutes of torture every Sunday for a Steelers fan. There was no easy ride. Where you wake up and you, as a Steelers fan, you say, "Boy, if we can get to twenty-one today. I think we'll win." <laughs> That's not fun to play. That way, getting him back. And reasonably healthy, ready to play, is impressive. And would really be a big boost, especially in a division that contains the Baltimore Ravens. That would then change everything in the division. Where now they're going right at each other. I think, don't they? they, they they're scheduled to play Thanksgiving night, right? Yes, in Pittsburgh. Yes. Okay. Uh, Penn State news for a moment. School record 20 teams earned perfect 1,000 APR scores for 18 19. The 20 teams were women's basketball, men's cross-country, women's cross-country, women's fencing, field hockey, football, first time, perfect 1,000, first time, football, men's golf, women's golf, men's gymnastics, women's gymnastics, men's ice hockey, women's ice hockey, men's lacrosse, women's lacrosse, men's volleyball, softball, women's swimming and diving, women's tennis, women's track and field, and women's volleyball. How about that? Average multi-year APR score for Penn State's 29 varsity sports is 986. Division one average is 983. And what they do is they take women's indoor track and field and outdoor track and field. They combine it into one. That's why it's 29, not 31 sports, okay? Pretty cool. 
Pretty cool. That's what you want to see. That's what you want to see. And the overall single-year average APR was 990. Yeah. And, of course, 91% graduation rate, which came out. We, we told you about that last fall when it came out. I want to say that came out in late October, November. So, uh, no word on baseball. Uh, which is interesting. Uh, I think that's actually a good sign that there's been no word. That means nothing is leaking out. So that's really good. Really good. Um, There's also somebody that put out something on Twitter about basketball. They put out who the participants will be in the Gavit games, Big East versus Big Ten. And it's somebody say to me today, oh, Penn State's not in the Gavit games. I, I saw the tweet. I said, I said that on the show a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> he said, really? I said, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it's like, it's, you know, that's how you want to follow sports. That's, you can follow it any way you want. Notre Dame wants to go back to school a couple weeks early in August. I want to say August 10th. They're going to eliminate fall break. It's what they intend to do, obviously. Um, What Notre Dame wants to do is this. They want to um, go back early. I think think it was August 10th. Yeah, August 10th. No fall break. And they'll end the semester before Thanksgiving. And then have an extended time after that before they begin the spring semester. Evidently, Wisconsin has now talked about the same game plan. So, I mean, now you're starting to see more and more of some of these plans come out, which is interesting. Uh, by the way, today, let's see here, Center County, no new cases. In fact, they dropped one. I guess it was one that was improperly counted. So Center County is actually down 1 to 132. They have had no new cases here. So what is the story uh, on the Valley? Um, just two new today in Northumberland County at... 145. Union's down from 51 to 50. Montour remains with 50. And Snyder remains with 33. Snyder hasn't had a case in at least over two weeks now. Perfect. More good news. More good news. Uh, Center County is finishing up two weeks of the yellow phase on Friday. So we're about, about 10 days in right now in the yellow phase. And in the yellow phase, let's see, was it May 8th it began? Let me just check this. 
It's always good to check this out. Yeah, May 8th is when North Central PA, yeah. Northwest PA, the first right. set of counties went uh, went yellow. Right. Uh, so, and I think Center County has only had in the last 10 days, I don't even know if they've had 10 cases. So that's at least a slice of good news, which is what you're hoping for. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors. 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and you can buy online at sunburymotors.com. New Kulong on the show today personal friend of Matt Catrillo. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, uh, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and go to sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, Kia, great pre-owned inventory. You can actually buy from the comfort of your own home. All at sunburymotors.com. Check out the great lines online. All right. We talked about Ben Roethlisberger throwing the ball and then being a haircut rebel. Meanwhile, Tom Brady, Florida, the rules of engagement in Florida are different than here. They actually went out for two hours at a prep school in Tampa. And Brady went out there with Senator Ryan Jensen, wide receivers Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, uh, O.J. Howard, uh, quarterbacks Blaine Gabbard, Ryan Griffin, and running back Dari Agumboali. And uh, had a two-hour workout. A uh, Tampa Bay Times posted several pictures. People are, you know, I guess he's been surprised by this. Okay, Tom. In Tampa... Where, yes, they've won a Super Bowl and they've won a Stanley Cup. But you're still the biggest thing to happen down there, sports wise, ever. <laughs> okay. All right. You have more championships than the city has combined <laughs> between the Rays, the Bucks. And the Lightning, they've combined for two. You have six. So you're the biggest thing to ever happen down there. So they're going to follow you everywhere. This is not like being Matt Ryan in Atlanta. Are they working on the park? You do what? Oh, okay, that's good. This is a big deal. 
I'll still be curious to see, though, how much they stick with Bree. Because if the Bucks aren't as good as what everybody's saying they are, we'll see if that stadium stays filled. I'm telling you right now, I think Tampa Bay is going to be a team that's going to win 11 games this year. Um, I'm not ready to say they're, they are a Super Bowl contender yet. I need to see how the offensive line shapes up, though I do think they did a good job addressing it in the draft. But I'm not ready to say they're a better team than the Saints. I think they're a wild-card team right now. That could be that could go well, on a run if they're playing well at the right time. I didn't say 11 was the, was the division champ. I think they'll win 11 games. I think it'll be 11 and 5. That gets them into the playoffs. Man, if he gets like, ooh. They protect him. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin will be sitting there going, this is a really great life. <laughs> this guy's actually like a pro. But, yeah, not bad. Now, NFL team facilities are closed to players and coaches, but the league rules do allow facilities to begin opening on Tuesday for essential personnel and players who are receiving treatment for injuries. Coaches are not permitted to enter the facilities. Uh, Berkeley Prep is currently closed to students, but they are allowing players to work out. So, yeah. And let's see, what do they have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And nine people there. So that's under 10. No word on whether they sprayed down the ball on every snap. So he's working out already. Next, the NFL uh, met today in a conference call. And the NFL owners have tabled a proposal that would have provided incentives for teams to hire minority general managers and coaches by improving draft positioning. Uh, The NFL Network was the first to report this. Uh, It was a virtual meeting with 32 owners. All of them were there. And, in fact, that meeting is still going on right now. The meeting is not over yet. But they do know that this has been tabled. The NFL will officially amend the Rooney Rule to require more interviews of minority candidates for head coaching and coordinator positions. So that was passed. Whether there's an incentive of draft position has been tabled. Uh, There's been a lack of diversity hiring progress for those jobs. The league will require teams to interview at least two minority candidates from outside the organization for head coaching openings. And at least one minority candidate must be interviewed for a coordinator spot. And this is something which has been pushed hard. That's why when you look at, over the years, um, Mike Tomlin winning a Super Bowl, uh, big along the way. Uh, you look at Lovey Smith getting to a Super Bowl, Jimmy Caldwell getting to a Super Bowl, Tony Dungy winning one, right? and then the coordinators along the way that have made such a difference. Uh, this is no longer a case of, well, it takes a while for anybody to work their way through the system, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 
No, no. That's that's not the case anymore. There are a lot of great candidates out there. Not good. There are a lot of great candidates out there. Question is getting them hired. Question is getting them hired. And that's the important part. Uh, there are great candidates. Don't. I'm not saying anything's done consciously. I'm not saying that. But there's a tremendous talent pool out there of terrific coaches. And what's interesting is that along the way, what's usually the tendency that you see? Every once in a while, a Joe Judge is hired. I'll give Mike Tomlin's a great example. Mike Tomlin was hired. Everybody went, whoa. Okay, now who's Mike Tomlin? Tell us a little bit about him. He's got his team to two Super Bowl appearances and has a win. Uh, just like when Bill Cower was hired, who's Bill Cower? It's like, oh, Bill Cower? Really? Okay. Um, but there's a lot of recycling in the league. Every once in a while, there's a new guy like Joe Judge that is hired, like the Giants. But like Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy's back in the game now with the Dallas Cowboys. We, know, we all know Mike McCarthy's a good coach. Uh, Ron Rivera, he's hired by the, by the Redskins. You know, another go-around for him as a head coach. So you see where I'm going here. They're ten, you know, I mean, John Gruden's in his, what, his third head coaching job in the NFL. Raiders, Bucks, and now back to the Raiders. It's his third time through. I think you'll see some positive changes, and I hope in five years when we revisit this story that it'll be a story that will say, hey, look, it really worked out. That's what you're hoping. No matter what, you always want uh, the best person, no matter what. Major League Baseball's plan to start the season on the 4th of July relies on a dizzying array of moving parts, including the cooperation of 27 U.S. cities and a foreign country, Canada. The ability of more than 200,000 reliable coronavirus tests and a promise not to interfere with the nationwide fight to contain the pandemic. Now, let's give ESPN's writers a lot of credit here. A lot of people contributed to the report here. This is their baby in terms of what they put out. Um, It sounds more like a military-style operation than a baseball season, in which any number of variables could derail the plan or worse contribute to the spread of the deadly disease. Uh, Barry Area Barry Consultant says what's at stake is a human life. Uh, this may sound overdramatic, but it doesn't sound overdramatic to me. All the people involved, that's a person with a name who has a family. Exactly. Okay. 
Uh, through interviews, public and private documents, email exchanges, and text messages with more than 80 players, managers, athletic trainers, sports executives, public health officials, infectious disease experts, and government officials, this is what ESPN found. A. Baseball plan, baseball's plan, which calls for frequent but not daily testing, quarantines only individuals who test positive, increases the risk of spread and contravening uh, federal uh, guidelines that advise individuals who come in contact with a confirmed infection to quarantine for at least two weeks. Unless protective equipment and diagnostic testing become more prevalent in the coming weeks, Major League Baseball will be competing with medical providers for essential resources in some states. MLB vows it will not siphon resources from the public. As Major League Baseball's plan took shape, health officials for big league cities were not consulted, leaving out critical decision makers the league is counting on to execute the plan, including some empowered to shut down the sport in their communities during an emergency. Baseball will have to do so when the plan is complete. I will say this, though. It was interesting in California and in New York, Governor Cuomo is open to the idea of playing games without fans. Governor Newsom is open to playing games without fans. But keep in mind, Los Angeles, city of Los Angeles, is locking down for three, uh, is uh, what, stay in place, shelter in place, stay at home, whatever they want to call it, for three more months. I can tell you without no uncertain turns, Chavez Ravine, a.k.a. Dodger Stadium, is in the city. Major League Baseball losing roughly $75 million a day, according to estimates by Patrick Risch, director of the sports business program at Washington University in St. Louis. They're contemplating a half season plus expanded playoffs with well over 1,200 games across the nation. Baseball will be engaged in a daily battle against the virus, disinfecting baseballs, deep cleaning clubhouses, and at least initially banning paying customers from the ballpark. MLB will need help from state and local health officials to address ongoing concerns in most major league cities. Remember, Philadelphia is one of them. Pittsburgh right now, Allegheny County is in the yellow. Philadelphia is in the red right now. 16 of the league's 30 teams are still under various shelter-in-place orders. Last week, the health director for Los Angeles County and home of the Dodgers, said restrictions will remain in place for three more months. So I just said that. See, I'm ahead of the curve here, Matt. Just just so everyone knows, the host is at least somewhat informed. (laughs) I'm ahead of the story. And if I may add to your comments, Steve, we actually asked, WKOK asked the uh, Secretary of Health today, Dr. Rachel Levine, during today's daily update on where Pennsylvania stands with letting pro teams play without fans. And Dr. Levine said that the governor is actually working with the pro teams now to see if something there could be worked something out. So Pennsylvania's looking into it too, but obviously I'm sure we're going to have to wait until, especially for Philadelphia, you're going to have to wait until right. at least the yellow phase before you even start thinking about that. Now, again, they're not talking about playing until the 4th of July. So that's right. so, still yeah, there's, six, there's a lot of time. So, yeah. So six, six weeks, at least there is a, a window. How about that? There's a window. How far the crack is open on the window, we'll see. And for the remaining counties in red phase in PA right now, which is Philadelphia and, and the Northeast, it's the state home order now is through June 4th. So that gives you 
roughly a month to think things over depending on uh, what phase you might go in at the time. Actually, June 4th is three weeks. Right, two and a half weeks. weeks. Yeah, it's two, two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. Now, there's no doubt the curve in the state is flattened. All right? You can see the numbers. It doesn't take a genius to see. How many days in a row has it been, been below 1,000? All right? New cases. Um, now, whether that's enough, because, I mean, let's be honest about it here. I mean, I'm not going to, this is not an ingenious statement. I mean, uh, we don't live in what you call a germ free world. Um, but unfortunately, this one is highly contagious. That's the unfortunate part. Uh, Greg Abbott, governor of Texas, signaled support for proteins to return in states, his state. Uh, Dan Hallam, Deputy Commissioner of Major League Baseball and the Chief Legal Officer told ESPN that the league's plan is a first draft and MLB will reach out to local authorities once the plan is in place. That makes sense. Baseball has the support of the Trump administration. Uh, Meanwhile, on separate occasions in late March, representatives of sports unions, including the Major League Baseball Players Association, were told by administration officials that the threat of the virus... Uh, that testing to them was not the be-all, end-all, as one official for the union put it. Uh, but the task force for the White House has said testing is would be a, a good thing to have. Uh, let's see. Baseball's return would mean more than a resumption of routine. For some, it would, be, would symbolize a triumph and a step forward, much like after 9-11, just what the story states. Um, you have an overhead shot here of Camden Yards. What a beautiful ballpark. Ooh, really is nice. Uh, let's see. But again, the players had to feel comfortable doing this. That that's that there is there's a comfort level. And to me, I know owners are losing money. I've got that. I understand that. But I think there's going to be a door open somewhere where if you're not comfortable doing it, do you have to lose out on everything? Is this I, I have to play or not? In other words, I, I don't play, I don't get paid. I mean, there's got to be, I don't know. I would like to see them negotiate some middle ground because there are going to be some people that are absolutely uncomfortable not playing. I know it was would be a very comfortable play, uncomfortable playing. And I think that needs to be respected. You know, not everybody has the, the gung-ho, let's go get them, you know, I'm going to go play. I mean, not everybody feels that way. Some people are saying, like, I don't know, I'm not so sure about this. I think in some way that has to be respected. Now, how do you respect it? Is there is there a dollar amount that's you that's a minimum that you still get paid because we respect your decision not to play instead of I don't feel comfortable at all I just feel like it's just not it's not right um, well I'm sorry you're going to get paid zero then I'm not so sure that that's the way to go in a business like this that's so big just I'm just some random thoughts here. I want to respect people who don't want to go back today, but would go back, for example, if they, if say there's a vaccine, or would go back in March. 
You know, you know what I'm talking about, Matt? I'm just trying to respect them and what their thought process is. We talked about Larry Nance yesterday of the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's got Crohn's disease. Okay. Yeah, Mike Trout, Sh- too, with, with a baby coming in, in August. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely lots of concerns. Sean Doolittle put out his concerns about with his family. Okay, I, I, you know, I want, I would like to see some level of respect for that, because believe me, you've got a bunch of guys that are gung ho, ready to go now. Right. So let's understand that. Then there's also some there like I don't, I'm not so sure. Well, the I'm not so sure still needs to be respected too. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by SunburyMotors.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, uh, next half hour, Neil Kulong will talk about the 38 seconds of video of Ben Roethlisberger. We think Neil shot it. I mean, that it's uh, it's just a guess, Matt. Wouldn't it be surprising if he did? I just don't like the idea of Neil sneaking around in the bushes like TMZ. <laughs> 